so that's Maddie Yoder. Oh, hello. <laughs> So, I am Maddie, and I, um, am the person that I am, how? <laughs> I just hit my elbow. I am the friend of Simon Smith, and this is our podcast. What's up? I'm, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who you are? Yeah. Okay, so. What we will be doing is we will be reading a few uh, stories we've picked from our slash entitled parents. Are you going first? Because yours are kind of sad. I feel like we should like end like on a happy note. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Hello everyone, long time creeper on here. Never thought I'd run into an entitled mom or EM, but here we are. So I'm 20. I am a dog groomer. Been one for four, almost five years. The big thing is dog grooming is reputation, quality, and time management. Yesterday we were expecting a, a girl to come in at 10 to try out as our dog groomer. She was promising... To 23 to 25 years old worked as a dog groomer at other places she still didn't show till 4.30 no call, nothing she apparently had her hair appointment and friends from out of town came in so they got their nails done she asked if they could groom now I said no, I didn't think so when she pressed I said and it might and I might be a jerk for saying this, we don't want or need you. There's no need to reschedule your tryout. I went back to get my last two dogs done. Apparently she cried and started to feel bad. Sorry, and I was starting to feel bad. Now, entitled mother, her mom came this morning demanding we give her a second chance i told her your daughter was six and a half hours late that's not something that works in dog grooming entitled mother replied she was with friends i think someone your age would understand that me uh, not when we're in a job interview she didn't call or anything at this point i was ticked and over it I have five dogs to get done, she said. Well, there, no reason to make her cry. I said, I disagree, and got back to work. Apparently, she stayed up there and demanded we give her another shot. As head dog groomer, I said, not going to happen. She left eventually, saying her daughter was too good for us. And, yeah. That's... That's a, um, I don't know. That's just a Karen, I feel like. They kind of make you laugh and they kind of fill you with rage. Yeah. Is that your first experience with an entitled parent story? Uh, yes. Yep. So, now you know what they're like. <laughs> well, I just, like, if I'm, I mean, I feel like if I was the, um, the lady who, 
like, yo, you can't have an interview anymore because you were six hours late. I feel like I would have let her down more easily. Easily. Yeah, definitely. I feel like she's a little harsh. harsh. Yeah. For sure, yeah. But at the same time, she was six and a half hours late. Yeah, and you can't really reschedule that. I feel like the lady should have been like, the girl should have been like, hey, um, I'm sorry I was six hours late. I just wanted to come in and apologize and then leave, you know? Yeah. Not try to, like, for, I guess. Like, blame him. Yeah, reschedule. Like, hanging out with friends is not an excuse. No. It really isn't. Also, if the mom comes in, I feel like that's also, like, if you're looking for a job interview, that just tells the the person that's interviewing them that, they, like, they're not... What's that? It was me moving stuff. Oh, but I think the last thing I have to say is that she was 23 to 25, and she got her mom involved. Yeah. It's really good. And a good way to be independent, right there. Yep. <laughs> okay, so well, that's a long one. Okay, you you're gonna read. Okay. No. Um. So we chose this one because we thought it had a funny title. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bad. It's a little horrible, but it's just it sounds funny. So um, it says the title is "Entitled Mother Pushes Me in." Uh, pushes me in my cho- in my wheelchair away from my family. <laughs> okay, here we go. A few years ago, I was living in Vegas, and my an entitled mother literally wheels me away from my family. <laughs> I have a number of health issues, and after a few botched surgeries and neurological damage, I was bedridden. <sighs> I never left my house. Um in bed except for doctor appointments. I had I hadn't been at all for two and a half years. I had worked really hard on my daily physical therapy and my balance had greatly improved. My family came out for a visit. My husband was sta- stationed in at Neilis AFB, I don't know what that means or what where that is. <laughs> um and I and I was so excited to surprise them with my new improvements. I could stand and walk and was actually wearing pants. <laughs> to celebrate, I wanted to go to see the fountains at Belligio? 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 I don't know. For most people, this is a nice outing. But for me, this was years in the making. I was nervous. I was nervous I might get overtired and lost in the fast-moving crowd. So we had to bring my wheelchair. We knew the schedule for the fountains and arrived super early to schedule a spot in front of where I could see from my wheelchair. It was such an important moment for all of us. We lined up by the fence and no sooner did the show start. I felt jerking in my wheelchair. I thought maybe someone had tripped on me and I immediately looked up to apologize. I was pretty self-conscious and ashamed of being out in a wheelchair in such a big crowd. When I glance up to apologize, I see this woman with a small child on her hip using one hand to literally pull me away from <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> 
because she was only using one hand, she spun me completely around the street. I was stunned. I could hear everyone reacting to the fountain show in here. I was looking dumb, awkwardly facing a whole bunch of strangers. <laughs> I yelled for my husband, but he couldn't hear me over the noise. I looked behind me, and this woman had pulled her, plopped her child onto the guardrail, never made eye contact with me, never said one word to me, and treated me like I was a piece of luggage. I tried to stand up, but the people around me had crowded me so much I didn't have room to push my wheelchair back enough. I desperately looked around at the strangers in front of me, hoping who had seen what happened would help. It then dawned on me that this was a huge family-friendly fr family group. They all began nudging me aside, further and further away from my family. <gasps> it all happened so fast. I found myself pushed into the walking area where people weren't who weren't stopping to watch the fountain. I found myself pushed into the walking area where people who weren't stopping to watch the fountain show were quickly trying to walk past. People couldn't see me through the crowd and were stumbling over me. I couldn't see my family anymore and was trying hard to push myself out of the, my chair the the way my physical therapist had taught me. I felt someone grabbing my chair and I panicked and started well, yelling, no, please, no, and then realized it was my husband. Why am I laughing? That's so horrible. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. He had glanced to check on me and to take a picture of me being out for the first time, and I was gone. He had to fight his way through the crowd to find me. I burst into tears. I don't know why. But it was like all the trauma from the last year hit me all at once. I told him, <laughs> stop, you can't laugh. I told him they had pushed me away. And after putting it together, my husband was pissed. He turned to this group of people and demanded to know who had pushed me away. By this time, the fountain show was pretty much over. The group initially had just ignored my husband like they had me. Until I pointed out the woman with her child. My family confronted her nicely, I might add, and tried to explain why a wheelchair is an ex existence of a person, etc. She at first pretended like she didn't speak English, but I had heard them talking amongst themselves in English while they pushed me into the walking area. I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. Thank you, Alexa. <laughs> Take a look at the help section in your Alexa Just turn it off. Okay, um, but I heard them, she at first pretended like she didn't speak English, but I heard them talking amongst themselves in English while they pushed me into the walking area, and I told my husband as much. She then gave up that act and told my family about how I was in their way and probably couldn't see anyway. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's awful. And the man with her claimed in a raised voice that in their country, they don't take their shameful family members out in public. Oh, no. <laughs> My husband responded, if that were true, none of you would be here. <laughs> <laughs> I was maybe even more than shocked by his last sentence. 
than being willed away. <laughs> I managed the courage to tell him that he was BS and that I'm sure people in your country are actually kind and would be proud if I was their daughter. I remember the exact words I said because later I was very proud that I stood up to them. The group sort of collectively scoffed, spoke to another quickly in what I think was Hindi, and slowly walked away as if nothing happened. We didn't stay for the next show because I just wanted to go home. I don't know which is worse, being worse. Pushing a disabled person in a wheelchair out of your way or wrongly painting your countrymen as prod prejudice <laughs> that with prejudice I think Judas prejudice just Ju- I think it's prejudice here hold on yeah well that was a fun one <laughs> really was I feel bad. It's just, I feel like if I was in that situation, I would have laughed. Yeah. Okay, did you hear that little dark joke, even though it was kind of unintentional? How she said she was proud she stood up to them (laughs) when she was in a wheelchair. Oh, no. That was was really good. Dark humor. It's my talent. It's your talent. Um... Yeah, that was horrible, but also kind of funny. I feel bad for laughing, but, I mean... There were some funny bits in it. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty bad story. It was. It was. I mean, it was a good story. It's just bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> the lady... I, my favorite part is when... <laughs> the la- She literally was looking at the lady while she was pushing it. Can you imagine? I would be laughing. I feel like I'd be laughing really hysterically. Huh. Okay, so the next one. For it's uh, called My Own Entitled Parents Made Me Listen to Four Hours of Online Preachers in Effort to Cure My Gayness. (laughs) Which is horrible. Just as is. Okay, so so for content context i was i was outed as gender fluid aromatic slash asexual by my brother about four months ago my parents didn't take it well and they liked to pretend nothing happened well yesterday my parents came to me and said it's time to cure your sin I started to panic inside, but only replied, okay, which sin are you talking about? They said, your homosexuality. FYI, being arrow and ace isn't technically homosexuality, but they don't care to learn the difference. They led me to the computer and sat me down. They pulled up an online preacher and said, you'll listen until you no longer feel gay. So I sat there and listened to this guy talk. It w- it was about 25 minutes long. My parents came up to me and asked if I still felt gay. I responded that I can't really change how I feel. They put on another one. This went on for four goddamn hours. They finally gave up. I hope they never try again. TLDR, I'm LGBT. 
My parents don't like it. They tried to cure me. It didn't work. They kept trying for four hours. Oh my gosh. That one was short, but still. Yeah, that's four awful. hours. How would you how do you have enough energy to do that? Yeah. I really hate people who say that anything in LGBTQ, like being gay, trans, all that stuff is a mental disorder. Oh, I thought you meant like No, it is homo. No, I know, but I meant like when he said like asexu- asexuality was um but yeah. But, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh but I really hate it when people say that it's a mental disorder because it's not. No. You can't like, help it. Yeah, you can't. And just let people be who they want to be. Like, yes. seriously. It's it so really stupid. doesn't matter. Also, it's freaking 2020, guys. <laughs> that was a really sad note. I feel sad now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, there's nothing funny about that story. No. That's just an awful story. Okay, you um, can pick the next one. Okay. Um, I'm a, <laughs> I'm choosing the funny ones because I I just Here's a positive note. Yes. I feel like um, you're just like trying to be cheery and I'm just trying to be down to earth. Yeah. Um, so this one is entitled mother tried to let her kid poop in front of our <laughs> entrance. I work at a local fast food company, and due to our country's COVID restriction, guests aren't allowed to dine in or use the toilet. (laughs) We don't like denying people for asking if they can do this, but it's just how it is. The fine for individual is 400 yen? Is that yen? Yen. Yeah, 400 yen or 4,000 yen for my employee. Safe to say, we don't really have any choice in how we inform this rule. The consequences are pretty heavy. The rules had also the rules had also been known for some time, and this was this particular rule had been reintroduced because of the situation in the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. So last week, entitled mother or orders a small coke from my manager because normally you have to order something to be able to use the toilet after ordering she walks in she walks her kid to the bathroom my manager kind of kindly notifies her the rule and that we make no upset exceptions at this point karen has flipped (laughs) she said okay i'll just let him poop outside she said my manager thinks nothing of it or that she at least takes him into some bushes which are literally across the street and off of our company company property and wishes her a nice day until the entitled mother uh, mother (laughs) until the entitled mother literally pulls her son her son's pants in front of the door right revealing her son's junk in the public in front of the cameras seeing this my manager rushes outside luckily the kid didn't have to take a poop but he was really all he was already peeing my manager calls in the restaurant manager what what my manager calls in the restaurant manager and he gives her a steam talk and sends her off 
What I don't get is this. If you hate these rules so much, why you let your kid poop in front of the the building? <laughs> That's all, but in my opinion, the police should have been called. <laughs> yeah. That was a special one. <laughs> That's a threat. You don't actually do it. No. <laughs> you just go away. Uh, that's hilarious. That poor kid. The embarrassment of that kid. I wonder how old he was. Hopefully not two. Like, hopefully like three. Yeah. That poor kid. I know. He probably doesn't even know he's on Reddit. <laughs> what if he was in his teens? <laughs> oh, God. That'd be terrible. I would feel so bad for him. Okay, so we'll best do two more. Okay. And I did not plan this far ahead. <laughs> okay, I found mine. Okay. Entitled parent makes the scene because her son isn't allowed to draw on the walls and eats Cheetos while touring Auschwitz and gets kicked out. <laughs> oh my god, yes, please. <laughs> it's Auschwitz. <laughs> oh my god. I was simply an observer here. It took a few years ago when I went to Poland. Apologies if I spelled the name wrong. So I play. So I paid some money, just like others, to tour Auschwitz and have a guide. At the start, the guide told the entitled family to leave their open food in their bags um, put in the trash. They listened with some obvious annoyance, saying something along the lines of, But we want to enjoy this trip. Why can't we eat? Oof. And... Uh, after a bit, the son once again pulled out his food and started loudly munching while the guide was showing us and telling us the awful things that happened there. Once again, the guide had to tell the son not to eat during this for obvious reasons to everyone except for the family. Uh, when the When we went into... The, one room where the poor prisoners were kept. I saw the son pull out his sharpie and start writing. No. What I'm guessing is that. Well, what I'm guessing is his name, again and again on the walls. Once again, now obviously quite angry, the guide demands that he stops immediately, or else they'd be, there, they'd be severe consequences. The entitled parents step in, shouting things like, about them to be there and allowed to be having fun. Who the F goes to Auschwitz for fun? <laughs> <laughs> and, and that the guide was being rude and disrespectful. Best thing, they were kicked out, or at least that's what it looked like. Because after that, they mysteriously weren't there for the rest of the tour. Oh Very God. interesting tour. <laughs> ten out of, we would recommend it. 10 out of 10 guide. Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, that, 
That makes me so mad. I know. Like, that's meant there to remind us, rem- remind us of how awful human beings can be. Yes. Never do that again. Yeah. And they went there to have fun and let their kids draw on the walls. My gosh. I can't. I feel like that, like, I feel like I've seen tons of people like that. God, people are stupid. Yes. Oh my gosh, me and Ashlyn were at Copper Coin today. <laughs> this lady, a, literally a full-grown woman, we're, we were, like, literally watching her do this, and she was in a booth, like, a close-off booth, so yeah. I guess she thought nobody could saw her, see her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she she had an Expo marker and was drawing on the tables. Like, literally just drawing on the tables. I mean, she in sixth grade? <laughs> yeah, she was a full-grown woman. <laughs> Jeez. Like, well, good job for you being a 12-year-old child. Okay. <laughs> Mom wants me to prepare dinner in the dark. What? <laughs> so... To preface this, my parents are generally nice people. Every now and then they are completely every now and then they are completely insane and it blows my mind with some of the things they do or say. I live in China but had returned to my home of England to update my visa forms, etc. Um I'm staying at my parents and forgot how crazy they can be at times. I'm currently ill, throwing up every hour. Cannot leave the toilet really either, but I'm COVID-free, so that's good news. I don't want any sympathy from my parents, but, you know, go easy on me a little. Um, anyway, it's 6.30 p.m., very dark outside, and my dinner and my dinner time. I'm making homemade sausage roll, mashed potato, and peas. Bit of a weird dish, but ignore that. My mom... Comes into the kitchen, talks to me for a little bit. Then my oven timer goes off. The sausage rolls are done. I put a tea towel on each my each of my hand and begin to take the hot tray out of the oven. My mom turns the kitchen lights off. Me. Mom, turn the ki- turn the light on. I have a hot tray in my hand. Mom, you're done cooking, so you don't need the effing lights on. I put the tray down and repeat. Mom, turn the lights on. My mom then turns the lights on and says, You don't need the effing lights on. You're done cooking. Me, I haven't prepared a plate. I don't have cutter, culturally? I don't have cutlery, cutlery out. How am I supposed to do that in the dark? My voice is raised now. My mom storms out of the kitchen shouting some crap like, you don't have to pay the effing electricity in the effing house. <laughs> How poor are they? You don't pay a penny in this house. You don't need the lights on. <laughs> I haven't even... I haven't even decided what condiments I'm having yet. How the F am I going to find the HP sauce I with no effing light on? Mom speaks. Oh. Oh. 
Wait, whoa. My brain just went... Um, <laughs> my mom screams, oh, f***ing off, will ya? Then I say, F off, go to bed, you worn out b***. Um, this is some really harsh argument right here. Yeah. My family are, are very wealthy. Money isn't an issue to them, so I don't think we have to resort to cooking in the dark just yet. The kitchen's lights was only was the only light on in the house. When I leave a room, I turn off the light. My mom has just come home from work when all of this happened. When I left the kitchen to go to my room, she had left her hairdressing room light on and the lounge television on and the hall light on. Oh my god. That was a big argument. Yeah. That was hard to read. <laughs> you should have said bench. <laughs> There's a lot of F-bombs. Yeah. British people like to use F-bombs, I feel like. They also like to say C-words. Yeah. Um, well, that was fun. Stupid. Really stupid. I don't get, like, why it was such a big deal. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. So... Is that it? I think so, yeah. Now <laughs> oh, it's four. Okay, let's say bye. Let's do bye. Let's say bye. Okay, well, we should um tell them like what we're gonna do next, right? Um, I mean, it's not quite. Necessary. I think next. Yeah. Next time, I think we'll do like more like. I don't know, video gamey comic things, right? Because mm. that's what I put as the description, so. Uh. In the category. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should also add Reddit. Okay. We're going to have Reddit sections where we just do, like, uh, insane parents, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, normally, uh, we were planning on doing one week of, like, s things that Simon wants to talk about, and one week where I want to talk about things, so, um. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. So. Coolio. Bye-bye. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Maybe if we can get this uploaded in time. We'll see you whenever the next one is. There we go. We're going to be one of those people who don't have a consistent upload schedule. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye.